Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, welcome to Are You Having a Draft? My name is Bradley James. And as ever, you are joined by me, Marcus Ellard. Hello, Marcus. Hello, mate. People listening to this either know or have access to the scoreline of Manchester United versus Arsenal. We're about to watch it. Yes! We're giving the fans what they want. Also, I'm really happy about this because, Bradley, guess how many players that have been drafted from either squad, Arsenal and Man United? If we were smart, it would be under three. As well. um, yeah. <laughs> But we're not, so I'm going to say 20-odd. 21. So there are 21 players that have been drafted by our drafters that are in the squads today. And there's a couple of injuries, as one of our guests can attest to. Hot but, facts. But um, yeah, there's 21. And we've got them all written down to be able to follow their progress throughout. Well, I'll tell you what, Marcus, let's get on with it. Are you having a draft? Sure are, mate! <laughs> This week, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by... Peter Everill, manager of Evil FC and 10th in the league. Form is temporary, class is permanent. And we are also joined by... Nicholas Morgan, manager of Supermarket Sweepers, FC... And currently top. Top of the league. How's it feel, Nick? Uh, feels very good, got to admit, but I'm not going to get my head myself like Peter is here. Um, I think. <laughs> How am I ahead of myself? I'm in 10th place. You've just pre you well, predicted you, you yourself. You wouldn't say that. We had to force it out of you. <laughs> yeah. And you begrudgingly went, we're in 10th place. <laughs> yep. Um, which is not catering zone or catering zone, just remind me. It's not catering zone, mate. Very good. You should be worried about getting knocked off your perch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marcus. Hi, mate. It's that time again. <gasps> The Curse of Wolf. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Do you know what the, the, the best thing is about this? And I'll, I'll let you introduce who, is, um, who has been cursed by Wolf this time because it's brilliant. But the best thing about doing it like this, we've, we, we took a week off, so we're doing it every other week now, which means there's more time for more Curses of Wolf. Bradley, <laughs> can you tell our fine listeners who has been struck down by the Curse of Wolf? So uh, we spoke last week about the transfer flurry that went down. We mentioned a spot of luck that happened for Johnny Wolf as he swooped in and signed Musa Gineppo. I even said myself, I actually... If you weren't on a bike, if I was biking across bike. London, taking your time in the cycle lanes and being safe, you, um, <laughs> you, 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 you could have you ended up with this guy. He could have been mine. Turns out, Wolf signed him. <laughs> Turns out, he got injured. <laughs> he got injured. <laughs> Not only did he get injured, where initially it was, uh, he was just going to miss this weekend. Yeah. The update came through from the medical team. He's going to be out for a little bit. How um, long is he out for? There's no specifics on that other than it's worse than they first feared. Not says Ralph Hasenhutl. 
And if Ralph Hausenhutl was to say it, how do you think? How do you think he'd say it? It's a very difficult injury because the tendon is a little bit hurt, and it's a big risk to take him on the pitch. <laughs> he still has his problems with his muscle and cannot shoot. <laughs> this is brilliant. Sounds like that guy out of The Simpsons. <laughs> oh yeah, and what, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Basically, Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah. There you go. At what point will Premier League managers start listening into this podcast? and actually basing their transfer and rotation policy based on who Wolf has signed and is playing in his team. I mean, it can't be long. Right, it's, got, it's going to be soon. And also, I think whoever does listen to it first, they're not going to put it on the manager's WhatsApp group, are they? They're going to be like, they're going to keep it to themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they might, they might sort of say to their assistant coach or like the chairman himself, listen to this part, we need to listen to this, all of us, but don't tell Man City. See, I, I think there's another theory with this, and um, you could find Wolf. Uh, cruising around in a in a in a Rolls Royce or a Ferrari, and the reason why is you, I think Pep's going to drop him a cool fifty grand to pick one Liverpool player because that means then he's fucked. Well, Firmino's on there. Yeah, Firmino's on there. Firmino is on um, there. But interestingly, because tonight as is Allison, Alison, who is who is injured and still injured. <laughs> so that's Musa Gineppo for this week. We're so sorry, Musa. Your career started off in the Premier League very brightly, but. You weren't to know that Johnny Wolf was going to swoop in and take you. An addition to what be, might be the next curse of Wolf we're speaking about is Luke Shaw, who apparently is doubtful for this evening. We shall see. And that is all for another instalment of The Curse of Wolf. We're going to call this section The Big Short. Why is that, Peter? Um, it's based after the, the film, the critically acclaimed film The Big Short, which is about the financial disaster in 2008, how the money markets collapsed across the world uh, and the story of that unfolding. We have an equivocal situation uh, that has been occurring largely on WhatsApp direct messages in between drafters and largely involving Jonathan Wolfe and Andrew O'Neill. Now the big short technique in trading in this case is to bundle up a f- two or three crap players. <laughs> I was wondering where this was going. And I'm so glad you explained this because I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and offer them to someone for a good player with the idea that uh, quantity is equal mm. to quality. Johnny Wolf has been doing this for years. There is not a drafter who has less of an idea of how to trade than Johnny Wolf. There's, no, there's just no way of... <laughs> dancing around that at all because for years Johnny Wolf has tried to pretty much rip off anybody he can with, with these ridiculous trades. He does it in quite a brutal kind of blunt way. Andy O'Neill takes a different tact. He's very polite, very kind about it. Mm. He's still doing the same thing. He's still trying to rip you off. Mm. Pete, have you got an example of this that uh, came your way? Andy's trade request, yeah. Go can, for I, it. Can, I, can I read it out? Yes, please do. <laughs> Apologies, Andy, for exposing what were private messages exchanged between us. <laughs> well, don't expose all of those private messages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I won't share the pictures. Right. Um, it starts very pleasant, as you would expect from Andy and Neil. There's Morning. a reason why they never talk about that office <laughs> Morning, Pete. How's it going, mate? Question mark. How, how's it going, mate? Oh, well, no, it was going yeah. Hang on, I've got a similar message. Okay. <laughs> exact word for word apart from he's obviously flipped the names. But Insert Morning, point, Nick. How's it going, mate? Question mark. All right, next bit can from I, Pete. Can I, can I read out what I think is going to be next? Yeah. I've got a trade proposal for you. I've got a trade proposal for you, double colon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pete, Pete, how did yours go? Two players, Vertonghen and Giroud, for Walker and Keane. Any interest in that question mark? 
And Nick, what did yours say? Shirud uh, for Ings. Okay, so less players less, involved. Less players involved. He wanted to give you Olivier Giroud. Who's sitting yeah. on the, who's very, very good at warming the bench. For Danny season. Ings. For Danny Ings. Who's banging him in. Well, that's less of a big short because he's not packaged up as much crap as he usually does. And, and to be fair to him, um, he gave me a beautiful rationale and I was very appreciative of that. Let's hear it. Um, he says, the rationale is that Giroud is not a regular but plays for a team that scores loads of goals so worth a risk. Ings is not prolific Plays for a low-scoring team, but at least plays most weeks. I need steady regulars, whereas you can afford the risk. Any interest in this? That's... I mean, he's worded it well. Apart from the last couple of sentences, you can afford a risk. Top of the table. Yeah, go on, I'll, I'll risk it. Pete, what, yours, uh, you, you had a response to that? Yeah, so my response was, I just wanted to clarify, because this was you know sent to me, I think, 8.39 on Saturday morning, so I just wanted to make sure I was, I was reading it correctly. So my response back to Andy was, sorry, Andy, can I just clarify I've heard you correctly? One, you were offering me a defender who has fallen out with his manager and isn't going to play. In return, I offer you the starting right-back of the best team in the country. <laughs> two. <laughs> Point number two. You were offering me an ageing third-choice striker who doesn't play, and in return, I give you a team's most expensive striker and first choice. <laughs> well put, Peter. Did he have a response to that? Yeah, he did. He did. You know, he's uh, ever ever a thoughtful man, uh, and he, he he tried to obviously uh, explain that uh, it was uh, it was in my within my interest. So um, he he wrote back, "Haha, Vertonghen is playing." He's back now. He started the last three league games in a row. I think at that point he hadn't kept a clean sheet. But um, as for Cle- as for Keane, he's hardly first choice. He's only started two games, and with Calvert Lewin banging two in last night, can I just say that was a cup game that he played in? So it's certainly confirming that he was he's like second choice reserve for the cup. And I think but when you word it in such a way, you go yeah. banging two in last yeah, night. Banging two in. Who was it against? I think it was against some like championship Cup, wasn't it? It was, or like uh, first division seat. Yeah. I say Lincoln or somebody. I yeah, can't remember. So, um, he, he says I can't see Keane start in the next game either. Um, and then he, you know, he's reasonable. He, he said, "Sounds like you don't fancy this." <laughs> <laughs> Though I don't think it's as preposterous as you think. I feel like Andy might be going through something that we're not aware of. <laughs> it was Sheffield Wednesday who they beat. Okay, two nil. Yeah. Calvert Lewin scoring in the sixth and no, the tenth, no, no, scoring no. against his hometown. Uh, Calvin Lillian banged them in. Yes, in true. The sixth and tenth. Forgive minutes. me, he banged them in. <laughs> uh, Nick, what was uh, what was the result of your conversation? Uh, so it was all fairly organic. To be fair, this is sort of um, you know early for me in terms of trading. I still don't know the, the logistics and how things work, but I just responded with a kind hello, mate. Nice to have some <laughs> rationale finally. Very respectful. Exclamation mark. Um, <laughs> It's not a no, it's a ponder. So I thought I'd ponder it for a bit. He said, no problem, it have to be next game week anyways, as I've already done a transfer this week, so no rush. Me? Okay, makes sense. Ings banged in a couple last night too. And he responded, sadly, no points for those, because it was a League Cup game as well. Mm. But yet used it, as a, used it as a bargaining chip against Pete. But he used the word banged. Surprisingly enough, after having him on, um, on the podcast uh, last a couple of weeks ago, I didn't get any of those email uh, messages from him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Andy and Wolf have been doing the rounds. Wolf was offering Ross Barkley yeah. and uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Mm. Strangely, I managed to predict who Wolf was going to drop the following game week and transfer in or use as uh, make weight for his next transfer. It was Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Ah. Um, you can always tell through that method who Wolf is about to transfer out of his team because he's probably about to offer you a trade for him. Yeah, and say that they're good. And then go, oh, I think he's going to start. I think he's going to... I think what we're trying to say is we don't want to discourage trading, but Andy and Wolf might not necessarily have the idea. The idea of a trade is that there's a balance to it. You're both taking a risk. And I actually think that you and I have a good example of this in that 
Rashford and Robertson are pretty level playing field in terms of although Marcus's face is suggesting only, that. <laughs> <laughs> are you only, regretting that only because yeah well, alright well before you okay. get into your feelings right now yeah. take yourself back to your feelings at the time oh the no trade. look thrilled thrilled with it like so you weren't coerced no, in no, any way shape because you can but, speak out now I, uh, <laughs> I suggested the trade this is the thing I suggested trade because oh, did you because Rashford was the lone striker he was he was banging them in. He He's was an ta- amazing player. He was taking a few penalties and stuff. And then, and then I, then I came up with this idea, and I thought I spent risk. Also, because I was, I was keen on Robertson, super keen on Robertson. But I thought he's the only one he's going to go for. So then, obviously, we traded. Then he got injured, and then Man United are basically turned into the shittest team in the Premiership. <laughs> so I'm obviously thinking I've made I've I've made a mistake here. As I say, I don't think Johnny Wolf as quite cottoned on to it. Andy, however, dis- following on from his failed attempts with some quite ludicrous offers, has actually managed mm. to land a trade. And he's done it with Neil Dutton. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting because not only is it probably the most convoluted trade that we've ever had, yeah, but it's also last year's winner, Neil Dutton, yeah. taking a couple of players from second to the bottom Andy O'Neill would you like to explain it Bradley? well or- let's let's mention the players involved as soon as I have exposed a personal messages exchanged between me and Andy on oh, what Marcus suddenly gets God, looks yeah. a bit shocked as I if just, I'm going to expose some where's this guy <laughs> where's this guy so as soon as I have exposed some uh, private communications between me and Andy, I thought it only fair that I balance it by also um, revealing some private exchanges between me and me and Dutton over the last week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you two get nervous then when he was suddenly? Yeah, I'm just saying, I've got my messages up between me and Pete. Yeah, they're, they're literally here. Oh, basically next week when I don't get any WhatsApp messages from any of my mates, I don't know why. But so well, you've not messaged me for ages anyway. Oh, <laughs> true facts. Um, so um, me and Dots were having a bit of an exchange, and um, he was like, "Oh, um, Andy's, Andy's, Andy's tapping me up for um, some trades," and I was like, "Oh, interesting. Who did he offer?" Um, and and um, he put, "He's offering a two-player deal, one of them which is him trying to offload Giroud." And uh, he then put a sick face emoji. Is that a sick face emoji? <laughs> it is indeed, yeah. yeah. So Dutz is basically, on one hand, saying to me, Andy's trying to like offload Jeru's a bag of spanners to me. Next minute, though, he's taking him up on the offer. <laughs> I, so here's the trade. And it's, as I say, it's a bit convoluted, so you'll have to try and follow it. Andy is going to receive Dave as Pilacueta. <laughs> in fact I actually, I actually said the hardest part of the name uh, Cesar Azpilicueta and uh, Gabriel Jesus Jesus so Man City's backup striker who started this weekend and scored and Chelsea's captain that's who Andy's going to get Dutz who is higher up in the table he's currently in third place mm. He's giving away those two players. He's giving away the Chelsea captain and a Man City player who gets in on the action. He's getting in return Ceballos at Arsenal, Michael Keane, the Everton defender, and Giroud. Giroud is arguably Chelsea's third choice striker. Michael Keane plays in a defence that doesn't know how to defend. They're shit. Ceballos. (laughs) Ceballos is... Not a bad player, you wouldn't mm. mind him in your team, but it's questionable as to whether he's, his value is what it would need to be to make up for taking on board those other two players. I actually think Dutz hasn't done as well out of this trade. That would be my opinion on it. Now, here's the other aspect to it, and it's, it also leads us on to Andy O'Neill's meltdown this week. <laughs> Just about to say, I, I feel an element of guilt around the Dutch trade, though, yeah. because uh, I'm not sure how much I can take responsibility for it, because 
I feel like I might have got ducked in Dutz's head a little bit because I've been giving the chat, haven't I, about how Dave As- Asquilla Paqueta or whatever his name is. <laughs> well, that's why people just call him Dave. <laughs> well, can we give him a nickname? So I don't Dave to... is yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> what the Chelsea fans call him. <laughs> what, uh, so, so that people like you come along and don't go, that's a butter come Because I've been giving a bit of chat saying how... Uh, Dave might be- get replaced by Reese <laughs> James, right? Yes. Uh, on the WhatsApp group. Which doesn't look ludicrous after his performance in the League Cup the other day. Yeah, which uh, after he was described as a uh, 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 in-prime Roberto Carlos. In-prime Roberto yeah, yeah. Carlos, okay. Yeah. Um, so so I've been giving... Torn wire years. What a sweet time that was. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, so I've been giving a bit of chat, and I don't know whether Dutz has like just to hit the panic button over that, and actually thought, you know what, he's right, um, and so he thinks he's done Andy one over by he's giving him a player that is essentially not going to be in the Chelsea team. I mean, it could that could come to fruition, but at the moment it doesn't look like that's the greatest trade for for Dutz. We'll see. I actually think that Andy wanted this to turn out better than it did, and we have a man with us today who has managed to not only scupper a big part of that trade for Andy, but also led or was played a part in the Andy O'Neill meltdown. Andy O'Neill famously very level-headed, very calm. Well, you could hear it on, on, last, on the last episode. Very, yeah. le- mm. even, when he was, even when he was laying into my team, very level-headed about it, level-headedly won, the, um, won the, the, the competition that we had as well. Even when I accidentally grabbed his broken collarbone on Brummett Stag do, he, his reaction was very calm and peaceful about it. <laughs> did that actually happen? It did. Somewhat. I can imagine your grab was open one of those really matey, laddy grabs. And Andy O'Neill's just... Oh, oh, um, I Bradley. <laughs> it was more or less that. He was, he was very cool, calm and collected about it. I mean, he was wearing a sling, so there was an element of... Uh, it was quite obvious that he didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As you'll have noticed, Andy was ridding himself of three players and only receiving two, which means that he would need to bring in an extra player just from the free market. I'm more or less certain I know who that player was going to be. But he had to wait till 11.30 when game week seven was going to kick in to be able to execute that. And at 11.30, he was going to sign Willian from Chelsea. Pete had dropped him a couple weeks before. And Andy was eyeing that trade up with the idea of bringing in Willian. However, at 11.14... Nicholas Morgan dropped Goodmanson and again. signed again, once again, <laughs> the ever-scorned Goodmanson and signed Willian. Mm. And I am pretty sure that scuppered Andy's plan. Now, the other thing that came into play is that it had just been noticed that Andy had made a bit of a faux pas on the transfer group. He'd written his transfers in the wrong order. And he received a fine of two pounds for it. Normally level-headed Andy O'Neill. Very relaxed. Very relaxed. Two, two pounds. Two pounds mm. to Andy to O'Neill. Like Andy to a man like Andy O'Neill. To a businessman like mm. Andy O'Neill. And two cheeseburgers. Apparently quite a bit. <laughs> because Andy went psycho on it. Andy style. If it was Wolf, it would just be a normal day for Wolf. But as it was Andy, it was a, it was a level 10 for Andy. It was probably a level 3. Mm. For Wolf, we we got relentlessly WhatsApp screenshots of previous trades, which he claimed were as just as, if not more, illegal. Have you ever witnessed this from Andy? You've known him for a long time. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't say yeah, but what I can do is it it did enormously tickle me. And having met his good lady, I just would have. I, I just was thinking about the him sat home getting wound up by it and what his <laughs> missus would be thinking about the situation when he's wound up and she's like, why are you wound up, wound up, Andy? Well, I've just been fined £2 for this incorrect transfer. <laughs> and I don't think it's right. And I've sent a screenshots of examples of other transfers that have been written that haven't been fined and I just don't understand it. And Susie will be like, that's right. That's why you wound up, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you're about to lead the next subject. Ooh, I feel the, uncom- the, on, the ongoing bets. 
if podcasters remember it from uh, the last time me and Nick uh, graced this show. Go on. Well, to refresh yeah. uh, Marcus, who <laughs> is in a haze of bets right now, he's trying to remember that he placed yeah. earlier you on. You need to talk to someone, mate. <laughs> the, what is it? When the fun stops, stop. stop. <laughs> like, the fun never fucking started this <laughs> uh, Cut that bit out. Go on, Pete. What's this? What are you talking about? What, what, what shit are you chatting now? <laughs> so, uh, la- you know you got him rattled. He started swearing like a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> got it in his head, haven't I? Um, so the last time me and Nick were on the show, um, we were discussing. I don't know how we quite got onto it. But we were discussing the form of and potential value and points of Snodgrass and uh, Declan Rice. I'm pretty sure it was your predictive algorithm oh, that yeah. led us onto this, and the fact that yeah. Marcus had these two players in his team. That's how it happened. We were talking about how shit Marcus's team. But is. this shows the flaw in your in your thing, though. Straight away, it shows the flaw in your algorithm because I'll I, in fact I'll continue that after you've you've talked because I, I will write right, now. Carry on. So I've got two things I want to bring up: yeah. the bet forfeit, and then just uh, let's have a little progress update on how the the bet's going. Very good. Right. So uh, the bet forfeit we discussed last time was um, basically the the bet was. If he scores a hundred, if them two combined score more than one hundred and fifty points this season, yeah. me and Brad will wine and dine uh, you two um, at a, a meal of our cho- a restaurant of our choosing, right? But if they score less than 150 points, the yeah. two of them combined, yeah. look at Marcus getting nervous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I, I know it's out there. It's out there on on like all the on the platforms. But I literally can't remember what I bet. Yeah. If them two combined score less than 150 points, yeah. you and Nick have to take me and Bradley out for a slap up meal. I feel like there's a reason that you're mentioning this, and I don't think it's because me and Nick are winning. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, no. Generally, um, we can look into that in a, in a sec but right. um, I thought actually um, the forfeit could be spiced up a little bit go on so I think we keep the fact that we buy each other a, a, a dinner on there but very the, romantic <laughs> very romantic <laughs> Uh, but the loser, losers, not <laughs> no, it says losers. But the losers, <laughs> not only do they have to pay for the meal, they have to go and sit through the meal wearing their full draft kits. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes! Hashtag full kit wankers. Draft related well, punishment. I mean, it took us months to convince Pete to even wear his in the first place. So I'm, I'm assuming that, that Declan Rice and Snodgrass are nowhere near 150 points. Go on, Pete. Just, just for yeah. curiosity, on this random subject you brought up, please, won't you enlighten us to how many points Rice and Snodgrass have? I will point out, I like my kit that much. I actually wouldn't see that as a punishment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I have designed the kit. Oh, I like mine the best. Oh, it's probably because it's the nicest. Mine's, ma- mine's fucking orange. <laughs> so is your hair. What's wrong with that? What's left of it? So, um, so do we accept that 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 forfeit update? I think we do. Well, yeah. l- let's face it. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> um, there's no point denying it. There's no point denying Nick, it. Nick, you were uh, all right. You sit. Are you comfortable with this? Go on. I accept. Good yeah, man. Good. I thought he was going to make you wear a Spurs kit and me wear like a no, no. Dan, that's never happened. No, let's not let's not go down that road. Slippery slope, that one. Slippery yeah. slope, so uh, I'm going to reveal the points that Snodgrass has got and Declan Rice have got so far. Yeah. Both yeah. in Marcus's team. Oh no, he transferred them out. <laughs> <laughs> he transferred them out. That's yeah. how much faith he's got in his bet. Is that's both the players he he backed are no longer in that's anybody's the team. In your algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> um, we'll we'll come back to that. Does that but, void the bet? Definitely no, not. No, no, no. it no, just no. means that Marcus has seen sense yeah. in the bet that he originally made. <laughs> I mean, well, interesting though, he rubbishes my heart. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, two of the points I've called out in the weakness of his team, he's addressed. Yeah, yeah but that's about your algorithms. Well, they're at, I've we'll put them back in your team then, mate. <laughs> I've transferred them out and now I'm seventh. <laughs> like, simples. Right. Maybe you can get him in instead of Rashford, yeah? Um, oh, God, right. So, Rice has banged in a couple so, of hat tricks, hasn't he? First of all, something... Whose fucking side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a question that Brummett would like, um, or not like. Um, who? Before I get into the detail, who do you think's got more points? Snodgrass or Glenn Murray? Robert Snodgrass, 100% no. I'm going to say Glenn Murray. Yeah. Nick? Murray. Yeah. I'm saying Snodgrass because I believe in our bet. <laughs> so uh, Glenn Murray's got a massive nine points for yeah. uh, Matt Bromit. Um, what's Bobby Snodder's got? <laughs> he's got a, a total of four points so far this That's season. Good. Big That's four good. from Bobby Snodder. So, uh, so Declan Rice has got sixteen points. Yeah, so far. That's great. So oh, that so gives combined twenty points. Combined twenty points divided yeah. by seven game weeks. That gives them a, a, a weekly a game week r- weekly run of two point eight five seven. So yeah. so far, every game week on average, them pair combined have got two point eight five seven yeah, points. Right? <laughs> if we multiply their we- the <laughs> weekly <laughs> average by thirty eight game weeks, yeah. how much do you think? How many points do you think them two lethal weapons are going to get? One hundred and twelve. <laughs> It's good. It's a it's one hundred eight point five seven. So we'll round it up to one hundred nine. Thank you. And they need to get one hundred and fifty. Fifteen. Fifteen. I can taste that lobster alicart. No, uh, no, not, let's not be silly about it. Let's it's be lobster alicart a thing. Let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. I think pizza. Oh, we're just inventing. We're going to go specifically into a restaurant <laughs> and ask for their findings with lobster alicart. <laughs> so we will have. Further updates for you on a bet that we will be calling Snod Rice until we come up with a better name for it. Rice Grass. Rice Grass. <laughs> Snod Rice Gate. Gate? Where's the gate come from? It's, you know, it's like when there's, a, when there's a controversial thing. They always put gate on the end, don't they? I mean, the only thing controversial is your... Judgment. Judgment <laughs> on bets. <laughs> So, due to popular demand and the fact that we really like the idea, um, tonight, Bradley, we're going to be watching Manchester United versus Arsenal and recording our reactions throughout. How do you feel about that? Come on, you gooners! Ah, so there's even more at stake because you're an actual gooner. Um, but yes. do you, um, we mentioned, I think we mentioned... And, oh, Nick's a gooner. Double gooners. Double gooner. <laughs> Double goons. I mean, I should have noticed because he's sitting here in the 1995 away strip. But um, Specific year reference. Well done. Fine, it's yeah. a thing of beauty. Yeah. So tonight we've got Manchester United versus Arsenal. It's double important because we've got two gooners with us. And also, there are 21 players that could potentially be playing that have been drafted by our drafters. Woo! So, um, predictions for the game? Well, as an Arsenal fan... I've been on the end of various emotions watching these games. I remember going up to Old Trafford about six years ago and with the Ferguson effect, he managed to play a midfield of a ball boy, the tea lady (laughs) and Jisung Park and they still managed to win 1-0. In fact, I think Jisung Park actually scored the winner. I couldn't believe it. Um, but that's Surprised the, it wasn't the tea lady. <laughs> but that's the Ferguson effect for you. Um, it's 13 years without a win, isn't it, at Old Trafford for the uh, Gooners? Well, we've won in the FA Cup. I don't know if we've won in the league there for perhaps 13 years. Is that Yeah, well, there you go. It's a tough place for us to go. And unfortunately, in recent years, even when Manchester United haven't had the teams they've had in the past, we still haven't been able to capitalise on that. My prediction for this evening, because of that, is I think it's going to be one all. Okay. Okay, Nick? Uh, read my mind. I also 
I've said one all. I just don't think it's going to be a super exciting game. Um, I think it's going to be a complete dead rubber one all. Which is quite in contrast for the games in the like the classic Premier League years. They had the big fights. Mm. They had the, they had the, the, you know, the managers were at it. The ball boys were at it. Yeah, there was pilots in the middle of the field. Pre two thousand five, it was more of a level playing field, and then United just kicked into overdrive, mm. and it it sort of came at the same time as Arsenal's gradual freefall. Is that it's not really a freefall, but slow decline in fact, mm. which has now resulted in us struggling to get into the top four, and. Manchester United now find themselves in the same position. What's your prediction, Marcus? What do you think the score's going to be? Um, I think Aubameyang's on a bit of a roll, so I think he, I think I think that might be more than I think it might be more than one. In fact, just be, to make it interesting, I think two one Arsenal. Oh, with an Aubameyang brace. My neighbour George thinks it's going to be four nil to Arsenal. Smoking is what we need to be talking about. <laughs> So what do you think the score's going to be, Pete? Score's going to be, I think it's going to be 2-0 to, um, or 2-1 to Arsenal. Wow, I think, okay. I think Arsenal are going to do it. So we've got the lineups. What are they, Marcus? You seem over the moon about them. Well, obviously, as everyone knows, we've done this trade, right? Yeah. And I've been feeling a bit ropey about it. But there are, the, the one bit is obviously because you got, I brought the trade along, you got Robertson first, which means this week you've got Robertson and Rashford. I've been fine with that. This week, because Rashford was injured, it's like, brilliant. They're going to give him the night off. What have they done? They're starting him. <laughs> so I've got at the minute I've got a Greenwood in my team, which I thought, oh, brilliant, he's going to be their lone striker. Rashford's coming on. So we've got Rashford starting. So I've got a vested interest. Pete, you got any players playing tonight? Sake. Uh, no. Nick, who've you got playing? Uh, no one because Marshall's still injured. Okay. Um. So Marcus has. Well, yeah, but I've got um. I've got Mason Greenwood who's on the bench. Mason Greenwood. And I guess also you're taking a vested interest in Rashford from the point of view of seeing how he moves um, on in the future. I am. I would prefer it if he wasn't playing today though because you've got him. Marcus, uh, Harry Maguire must be... Kicking himself. He's <laughs> brilliant. Can you imagine him sitting at home last night watching Leicester City, his former club, thrash Newcastle United 5-0, Leicester go third, Manchester United... 11th. I can imagine him sitting at home and what he'll be doing is flipping out dollar bills yeah. from his hands <laughs> because I don't think he cares yeah. about uh, where he was playing so long as he's got the money, money, money. I don't I know could, how you could do that. I, I could imagine he wasn't sitting at home last night because in my head he's doing that Scrooge McDuck dive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, if that is the case and that's really disappointing because I don't know how you could I don't know how you could be like, yeah, I've got loads of money, but I've got zero pride in my, pride in my work, zero pride in my team. I, I think we're probably being a bit harsh. I think it's a move that a lot of people would make. I think you're not, your career is not necessarily a long one in, in the Premier League. And I think he's probably done a good service for Leicester. He's been offered an opportunity and a financial opportunity that would probably see him and his family you know, looked after for quite some time. And then arguably he's got in at United at a time when they're rebuilding and they can rebuild around him. Mm. Um, a rebuild, you could argue, they need. I was going to say, and also, I mean, when he's playing in the Champions League during the weeks and Leicester players are all sat at home on their budget savers <laughs> watching him play in the Champions League. This year, next year, let's do it. Next, year. next year, it'll be the way around. Next year, Sionchu is going to be there. Sionchu <laughs> is having an absolute storm season. Anyway, it's not talking about. We're not here to talk about Leicester City being brilliant and Manchester United being shit. We're here to watch Manchester United versus Arsenal. And it's live. Oh, that's what I was going to do. I've always wanted to do it. <laughs> I'm scared. What of? Rashford. I think he's going to bang in a couple. Are you sat on my phone? Is that your phone now? Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. It's kind of, if he does, it's great if he does, but also it's really bad if he does. Because I've not got him yet. He's on your bench. He's not, I've not got him yet. I really don't feel good about player with 77 in his back. Who's got 77 in there? Saka. Yeah, but what's, um, what's TAA got in his? 66. Well, it's a hangover from being 
a youth team player and then just held on to it. I heard that any time Ozil doesn't play, contractually they have to say it's because he's either ill or injured. What? They can't say he's been dropped. That's not. Is that true? How did you hear that? Is that true? Yeah. It's sort of. Well, when it, rather than saying it's true, it's one of those things that's commonly repeated. Mm. That's. Well, supposedly we can't drop. If they're fit, we can't drop. Um, we've got to play, start with uh, Jack, Joe Allen and Jack Butland in our team as well. Which explains why Jack Butland's still in the team, because he seems to have dropped in every game. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's lost his place this point this season. We've got Joe Allen coming back tomorrow. Brilliant. Can you just give it a rest with Joe Allen? I can't do it, mate. The Welsh in yesterday, is that what he's known as? Stoke fans are not keen on Joe Allen. Right, he... So when you were talking in the podcast earlier about players pretending to be footballers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he he basically runs around. He looks busy. Yeah, he looks this, busy. This this this. It's like what what do you do? That was like you in Sainsbury's, though. Go on, Chambers. Looking sharp. I think you're going to be right. His, I think his haircut and beard is excellent. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking he's very sharp, isn't he? He really yeah. is. He knows, he knows he's making a televisual appearance. Yeah, right? yeah, he's, he's, he's pulled one out of He's been down the bar. It's bottles. a bit of a Theo Walcott, isn't it? Theo always looks like he just had a haircut. Do you what see that with Theo Walcott at the weekend? Yeah. Just smashing the... In the and this is the back of his neck season. or something, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it's a one. His... What happened to this referee's not being crowded? Because... Last beginning of last season, nobody talks to referees. Look at this; they should all be booked. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll let you camera. No, I don't disagree. But, I don't disagree. This, I think it should be rugby. But last season, when they talked to them at the beginning of the season, they were getting booked left, right, and centre. Yeah. Nobody did it, and now they've just stopped. Start VARs in now, so we'll just stop that. Well, football unfortunately breeds entitlement from the players, yeah. and it should be. Yeah. It, it without doubt should be like rugby. Like you do not talk back to the referee. Yeah, but unfortunately, there's been a, a real decay that has just crept into the sport. And Since Tony Adams, there aren't spilled, mic'd up. Yeah, there aren't the characters well, in the. Uh, when, when Mate the Niles got finally sent off, he was injured, wasn't he? When, when it happened, and the players were trying to convince the ref to put his card away because he yeah. had his card in his hand the whole time. and kept having the word in his ear, but. He was convinced. Ronaldo scored in every minute of a game. A game, no, right, right. That's insane. That's incredible, isn't it? Um, which means at some some point he scored a goal from zero to fifty nine seconds. Did San Marino score a goal against us in thirteen seconds? Yes, but they're they're a different gravy, though, aren't they? <laughs> You don't want to fall asleep early on San Marino. Would you back yourself if you lived in San Marino to play for San Marino? Without doubt. Oh, don't ask Bradley that. Of course he would. He'll be captain. Captain until he's 40 years old. He'd be playing in goal. He's got no right to complain about that. Mate, he could have broken Pratt's legs, both of them. Yeah. He was and the dreadful. fact that the ref is like, oh, Rashford's getting the book in here now. Well, that's nice. good. This week. <laughs> yeah. I think Socrates is making the most of that though, isn't it? Oh! <sighs> yeah, he's gone through the studs of Penny Rashford there. What? I, I think Martin Tyre might be losing it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what he means. Oh, I go down to the barbers at the weekend with a picture of uh, Chambers. Are you going to get Chambers? Go on, sort me out. Yeah, give me a cow. And they'll go, you're, you're far too old for that haircut. Yeah. They'll go, do you want us to draw the bits in on this Chambers? <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, hey! Hey! There's two. <coughs> Both of them tackles could be a bookable offences. Oh, ref! If you've booked Rashford for an honest slide. <laughs> oh, what's this crowding around the referee again? What's happening? 
Ooh. I mean, that's another leg breaker if he catches yeah, him wrong. Yeah, if, if his feet, were, if his studs were stuck in the ground. Knee to knee. Oh, those, that's a, that's a, that's all. That could be equally useful for McTominay, though. Yeah, this, this is going to be David Luiz yeah. into about row W. Thirty-five, yards out. Oh, he's so going he's to gonna gonna have a David Luiz special here. Yeah, he's going to ping this into one of those exit. Um, no, I think he's going <laughs> to score. I think he's going to. Oh, oh, hello. Oh my oh, God! No, what a waste! No. What a waste! There you go. The Arsenal captain there. Is that Freddie Lundberg? Yeah, uh-huh. no, it's Neil Dutton. That's two, that's their last two set pieces wasted. You notice when players go and um, hug each other in a group after a goal is scored? Yeah. And they just huddle for as long as they can. That's because teams are quite susceptible to uh, conceding and equalising as soon as they've scored. So what they do is they try and kill the energy of the other team by burning as much time as they can after the goal. And every team does it, every team gets away with it. You're a bit worried, Nick. So disappointing, you talk about one the control. Many things that could be missing from these teams, but... Well, we normally won them down going into half-time. I was going to say, I reckon Rashford will get one before half-time. Now that you've said that, he definitely won't. That's not how it works, but it definitely is. It it. Yeah. yeah, me, I, I, I am the one person out of probably the 15 million people that are watching this match that has said that. <laughs> Therefore, it will definitely happen. There you go. Oh my God, Marcus Rashford, you absolute Socrates, he rapido. He was about to bang one in. How did he not bang one in for there? Literally, it was written in the stars. Because oh, like you jinxed him, mate. You jinxed it. You jinxed it. you got to understand this. Socrates. Socrates actually showed some pace there. Yeah, I know. I've never seen him run faster than a five-year-old child before. Oh! <laughs> cut in, cut in. Oh! Who's that? Guendouzi. Guendouzi. Oh. Not happy with that. He can't keep those spots. I thought he going to do a catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> this being the first game that we are doing a record on, or a full record. It's going to end up nil nil, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, nothing will happen. Yeah. Rashford's in the middle, Rashford's in the middle! Oh! The old Marcus Jinx has worked again. Go away! Oh! oh Mets has got McTominay! Told you, the model's coming through! I think that was a Rashford assist, wasn't it? Did Pogba get a touch on that? He better not have done. <laughs> Yes, he missed it. Thank God for that. I'm really not. Half time, what does uh, Emery need to do, Nick? What does Emery need to do? I mean, apart from sort of just sort of standing there grimacing at how well, badly his team had fallen pieces. The problem is, he hasn't got much on the bench to look to, so. Has he? I don't think so. Who's he got? Martinelli? Ceballos? Ceballos, yeah, creative midfielder. That's a good shout, to be fair. I'd probably take off Torreira, um, even though I rate Torreira as a great sort of player to break up the play. We've got Shaka to do that, we've got Gwendouzi to do that, so bring on Ceballos. Socrates again with the burners. Unleash <laughs> <laughs> <least> the turbo. <laughs> okay, I've never seen that skill before, but it worked. Pull it with giraffe leg. It was <laughs> bizarre. Callum giraffe leg chambers. Callum sharp haircut. <laughs> oh, slick cut chambers. <laughs> oh, look who it is. Slick cut. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You got a chance on that. You've got to put it away. I mean, it says everything that. Aubameyang should be the man in the box. Yeah. I just think, yeah, Aubameyang just keeps drifting wide. I think he needs to get central. Yeah. Well, he's not getting the service. He's not getting anything. Keep playing. Keep playing, you moron. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, 
Here you go, Nick. Here's the change you called. Yeah, is it like for like? There we go. So who, is it you that got Savalas, Nick? It? No, no. He's, he's just been involved in the tra- in the trade. Dutz is now there, oh, yeah. or yeah. will have him. Andy's got him at the moment. I'd go with that. Can you remember that um, years back, the whole ding dong between Ian Wright and Schmeichel. Yeah, that was big, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Get in! Come on! Yes! He's offside! No. Fuck! <laughs> no, he's not. Oh. Take. No, he's not offside. Well, fucking. He's a mile on. Surely that's VARable. He's a mile on side. If this is not VAR, I'm fucking leaving now. Surely VAR. Surely VAR comes oh, in here. Thank fuck yeah. for that. How is Surely he giving VAR him comes he's, in. He's standing right there. How Surely he... VAR comes in, right? Oh, it's a tech, it's a one second check. Oh, yes! Is that the first goal VAR's given? Yeah, that was. See, what are they doing? What are they doing here? They're all, they're all giving each other a love. Celebrating the fact that they've scored a goal. But what I mean is, the they, every, <laughs> every team comes in and does this thing where they waste time by sort of like hugging it out. Who I just think generally they're actually celebrating. Who set that up? Is that when uh, it was Pepe, was it? It's Saka. Oh. The linesman is there. He's, he's yeah, but you can five. see his eyes yeah. are on the player playing can, the ball. I, I don't blame the linesman per se for that because that this is what like this is why VAR sort of has a positive effect. It's because that's difficult to see. Know, man. Like I don't know, Maguire's right in front of him. Aubameyang scoring gets the big, Andy O'Neill. big six what do we think about Andy O'Neill's chances now mate I reckon Aubameyang will get his second goal this is the 2-1 this is the 2-1 I was saying I might have to rerun Andy through the model <laughs> goal oh, that's a miss that is a miss what should it have been a penalty on Pep Pepe it's been blocked I'm pretty sure that was a block. Oh, it's all, it's all. Yeah, it's no, come no, off of Lindelof. Every single one of them is on the floor. What's going on there? I mean, oh uh, yeah, you're right. That's come off. He's come off him, but he still, he should be finishing that. I mean, he's a young lad, so. So is your mate Maguire at fault for the goal then? Not my mate. So would you hate Vardy if he went to Arsenal when he was due to two years ago? He Vardy's never, he's never, he was never been going. No, but if he did, he didn't. So. I don't know. Yeah, I would have done actually. Do you, you would have hated him. Yeah. Well, I would have. He's no, won you the league. What the Vardy who got all the boys round at his to watch the foot? That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't have gone. He's, he's completely <laughs> hypothetical. Mister Leicester, such a good kit. <laughs> such a good kit. I got the pink Leicester one a couple of weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. I am loving it. Thank you. Your colour. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Is Rashford about to come off? Lingard. Who's this coming off? Oh, Pereira's coming off. That's Fred. Greenwood's coming oh, off. Fred. Greenwood, mate. Marcus Mason. is in the game. Mason. Come on, lad. He could do it. He could be the one that wins it for them. Yeah, he's got the look about him, hasn't he? He, I think, I think he'll Pepe get a few off. goals this season. Who's this lad Arsenal bringing on? Uh, Willock. Matt Willock. Was he in Busted? <laughs> um, no, that Willis. Willis, yeah. <laughs> Yari said a bizarre thing this week. He um just one thing. Next <laughs> weekend. He Andy was had announced the trade, and Yari said, "Oh, I've got just the signing that's going to mess this up for Andy." And I, that's when I thought, "Oh, he's going to sign William." And then he went and signed Chelsea's third choice striker. Yeah. He. Bashui. Bashui. Yeah. 
I thought, I'm not sure. I don't think Ali's going to be that bothered. I mean, that's the thing with Dutz. If you wanted a striker, why didn't you just get Bashway rather than Giroud? Bizarre. Yeah. Another thing I learned on my tour of the Leicester City ground, yep. that those footballs have four microchips in there. What, for the goal line technology? Goal line technology. Yeah. So each football's worth about 800 quid or something. Really? It's mental. Wow. So Luis is just giving away this free kick on a very dangerous position. This is it. This is, this is a man you win. He's taking it though. Rashford. Say it, say it, Marcus, say it. Rashford will score now. <laughs> Thank you. Bittersweet. Go away, Fred. Fred, you're lucky to even be on the pitch. Why are you offering advice? You're lucky to be in the Premier League. Was it the one that Gary Neville was saying was 60 million quid? Yeah, great, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That's what I mean, you know. Look what Guendouzi's doing. He loves it, doesn't he? Martin Tyler, Manchester United it. fan. Martin Tyler, diehard Manchester United fan. <laughs> Martin Tyler, Manchester United's number one number fan. Number one fan. It's Marcus Rashford. <clears throat> Why would you not face the ball so you know where it is? <laughs> 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 this is a good point. Rashford. Oh, great save. Great save. Great save. Careful. Get this out. Yeah, Gwendouzi. Oh, Gwendouzi! There he is! Gwendouzi again. Give that man the armband. He's there, he's there. Every fucking way. Gwendouzi! Gwendouzi! Oh, he's had to get the spray out for... Disobedient Daniel James. Disobedient Dan. <laughs> Oh my god. We haven't got a single player who can cross the ball. Oh, Dead robber. You said it. Hey, did we called that. One all. One all. There you go. And I'm disappointed. It's finished one all. Nick, you and I both seem to have the the number of our team quite down quite well yep we both saw that coming I don't think we were necessarily being pessimistic no well realistic as it proved but um, feels like opportunity missed opportunity missed very average game wet and windy up in Old Trafford but yeah we didn't capitalise I think we had them on the ropes for about 10 minutes in the second half but just clearly didn't have the firepower so there we are there we are. That was our live reactions to Manchester United versus Arsenal. Gunners! <laughs> um, so thanks for joining us again. Really appreciate it. Um, thank you to our guests. Thank you to Nick. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you, Pete, for being a Swedish hunk. And thank you to Peter Everall. The Swedish hunk. Thanks, guys. Thanks, as always, to our wonderful producer, Zach Brown. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it, mate. Also, thank you to Kate Bellamy at kate.made.this and Matthew Melaloo at Matthew Melaloo. Thank you also to our wonderful music, which is composed by... CJ! Put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a-put-a
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 